0: Tom, we need more HP toner.
1: I'll get right on it, Maria. Now, I could go to the big box office supply company where I'm just a number. But I love dealing with Faratech, the company that supplies our HP toner, printers, and service. They know how to treat their customers. They're an authorized HP vendor. They locally manufacture their own toner cartridges, and it's recycled. Tom! oh what now? Faratech, a customer-obsessed HP retailer. Visit faratech.com. Broadcasting live from the Roswell Infinity Studio, it's time for North Atlanta's BizLink, the greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce linking you to business leaders. North Atlanta's BizLink is brought to you by Fairtec. Fairtec, great people, remarkable service. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to North Atlanta's BizLink from the Roswell Infinity Studio. I'm Mike Salmon alongside Deborah Lanham with the Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce. Good morning, Deborah. How are you, Mike? I'm doing very well on this Friday as we do our show today, and I know you've been Busy as a bee. I mean, things never change with you. A lot of things going on with the Chamber. Why don't you update us? What's been going on?
0: Well, first of all, I want to welcome you back, coming back off of the Rio project you were on. So how was that, by the way?
1: Uh, It was a lot of hard work. And uh, I worked at the Olympics uh, for about a month I was down there. But it it is good to be back home where people actually talk with you know an American accent. (laughs) I understand everybody here. So it's kind of good to be back.
0: Well, we missed you. Well, thank
1: you. Missed you too. Good
0: to see you. Yeah, it's been crazy. I really think this will uh, be the busiest month I've seen the Chamber uh, involved in September. We're off and running again. Huge lineup of things to offer. Uh, last night, I do want a, a little shout out for the Alpharetta Tech Commission. We had a great dinner. Uh, they brought the tech community in, uh, Alpharetta businesses that are in that industry. And you're starting to see the, the building of relationships and um, business leaders coming together for that specific event and celebrating what's going on in, in uh, the city of Alpharetta.
1: Silicon Valley, move over. Here comes Alpharetta. It's
0: so true, and it's exciting to be a part of that. So, had a great time last night. So, thanks to Mark Hubbard and Mayor Isle did a great job um, addressing the audience. We had a lot of fun, great food, and and so a little shout out there. But also, want to uh, just let you all know about an event coming up, too. We've uh, definitely uh, seen some um, uh, just, um continuation of our Women in Business program and more offerings. And so I want to make sure our women, uh, men you're invited to, but to our women specifically on Friday, September 23rd, a week from today, we'll be at the Country Club of Roswell from two o'clock to four. We're going to offer a high tea, uh, a CEO roundtable for our CEOs and senior executives uh, for the first hour with Shan Cooper. She's the chief technology officer with West Rock, used to be at Lockheed, and she's an amazing woman. And so we're going to spend some time with her. And then at three o'clock, we'll have the general event where she will address all the women. So I'm inviting all women in business to come out and support the Chamber's Women in Business program, Friday, September
1: 23rd. So as you talk about women in business, we have a Women leader here in the studio today, someone that you've worked very closely with and someone I know that's very close to you. Why don't you introduce your guest today?
0: Well, I, everyone want to introduce you to Mary Hester. She's the CEO of Land Systems, and it has been an honor and a privilege to know Mary and to hear her story. And I wanted to invite her in today because Mary, you have some really exciting news to share with everyone.
2: I do. So thank you so much, Mike. Thank you, Deborah. And we just got named the number one best place to work by the Atlanta Business Chronicle in the small companies category. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It was very exciting. That's wonderful. And it's all voted by the employees. So that's like an employee survey. And being number one is just incredible. Dream come true. Exciting. I've been down there with you. You've been nominated
0: years past, but this was your year to win. So good job. Uh,
2: obviously, your employees love what they're doing and love working for you. They do, and the survey questions they ask it asks about how their um, their growth potential, how they feel about the leadership, where they think the company is going. So it's really a good measure also of how your business is running.
0: So while we're talking about your business, uh, for those that have not had the privilege of meeting you or to know uh, exactly what Land Systems is all about, would you share with us uh, about your company?
2: I would. I'd be happy to. So Land Systems, we're what is called a managed service provider. So we provide all sorts of IT services. In many cases, we act as the IT department for companies. And that sounds really boring, but it's not. It is so exciting because we get to work with people and really, really tuned their IT system so that it is a competitive advantage. How long have you been in business, Mary? So, Land Systems was um, started in 1987, and I bought the company in 2008, January 2008. Probably not the best month and year to buy a company, but here we are.
0: You know, it happens. It happens. Uh, Uh, I learned a lot. (laughs) Great stories of businesses starting in that downturn, but um, certainly you've seen some success since then. Yes, we have. Well, very good. So tell us a little bit about your career path. Uh, It wasn't always easy for you. And and I'd like you to start from the beginning.
2: I know there's a Midwest connection between you and I. Yes. Uh, So I'm going to start with Chicago. So and and Chicago's where I finished up engineering school, Atlanta's home, grew up in Virginia Highlands, and um, went up there to finish school. So I first started for business, and business wasn't satisfying, so I chose engineering, and um, kind of moved around a bit. But when I in the 80s, when I was in engineering school, it was different than now. Young women have such opportunities and advantages. And I don't like to dwell on the past because here we are now. And let's, you know, w- we just kind of take that as a celebration. But when I was in engineering school, there weren't many women. So now I reach out to young women as much as I can to let them know they can be an engineer and that it is a very rewarding, exciting career. And you get to use all your skills, your interpersonal skills, your brain power, all that girl power. It has changed our world. So
0: I know we're here now, but I think women still have hurdles and obstacles
2: do you mind sharing what those were for you and if they're different today? So especially in engineering or types of STEM and technical. So I and I wrote a blog on this a few years ago cuz I ponder over it all the time. Engineering and math it's it's a personal type of activity. You tend to do it quiet, you do it alone, you study, you work problems, you do equations and women and this, I don't mean to be stereotypic, but women like to work with others. They have more of a circular thinking. So you have to find ways to make it really a team sport. And I do credit a lot of the advancement in concurrent engineering to the influence of women in the industry, because women bring people together. We like to sit at a table. We like to hear what other people have to say. We like to work problems together. And if you ask a woman engineer why she chose engineering, you will always hear two things. You will hear, I did it because I wanted to make the world a better place and because I wanted to contribute personally. Oh, excellent.
0: Do you mind if I bring up the story of the elevator? Because I thought that was significant oh, in your, your <laughs> career
2: path. Yeah. No, no. I, would you like me to tell I it? would. I'd love to hear that again. So I was a young engineer, worked with a, um, a group of, it was, I was the only female in the department. And I, like I said, I was a young engineer. And we used to have to go up to the 19th floor for meetings. And all of the men would wait for me to get off the elevator first. And one day I was in the back of the elevator. There was like, you know, maybe 10, 15 of us and i was i said guys you're going to have to go first i'm just you know i can't squeeze through you and it was a real turning point because i think then they started to look at me differently it's like okay it's okay if she if we don't open the door for her if she doesn't get off the elevator first and it didn't hurt my feelings they were so wonderful they were so delightful but that that was a big transition it sounds like a small thing but then i think they started looking at me differently and I think that's
0: what we're seeing now—the trend of a woman or two starting to communicate and um, let the guys know, "Hey, it's okay. You don't have." Although I do like the door open for me. Oh from yes, time I, to time.
2: I, I do too. <laughs> I do too. And um, another story. And this one I tell people: when I was a young engineer, this was in the late '80s, and we were rolling out the department PCs. Back then, we worked on mainframe. so it was the first PCs in the department. And I was chosen to roll out the departmental PCs. There was four of them. And so I thought, "Oh man, they think I know so much about computers you know i 'm just i 'm the cat 's meow and I had occasion to ask why they chose me and they said well it 's obvious we knew you 'd go out and talk to the people and and that 's probably where I got my feeling that support was really what I wanted to do technical support because i did I did the training, I did the rollout of the computers, and it was very successful and I sat down with people and trained them and um, it, that really changed my engineering career because I started to go more towards support rather than design engineering. So
0: fast forward now, here you are. How has all of that experience um, played into your
2: role as a CEO? I think that it was um, it was just this time was waiting for me. I, I told the people when we were doing the best places to work, my management style is perfect for millennials. I point them in the right direction. They're smart. They're intelligent. I don't macromanage them, uh, micromanage them. I just let them go. And they are just, they're such capable, smart, engaged people. If there's one thing about millennials that's different from my generation, which is the, the baby boomers, it's that we had a real hierarchy. You know, you had to ask permission to talk to the boss. You made an appointment. Millennials don't get that. that. That's just not in their DNA. They just walk right in your office. And I just find that to be such a breath of fresh air. So I think my management style is perfect for their, their style.
1: We're talking with Mary Hester. She, of course, is the CEO of Land Systems here on North Atlanta's BizLink. Which is uh, the North Chambers, uh, North Fulton Chambers, uh, monthly radio show here on Business Radio X? You talked about the award. Congratulations uh-huh. again you. on that. And you mentioned it's 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 chosen by the employee. The employees have a lot of say in that. Uh, it's a great place to work. So I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that would want to know what are some of the secrets to make it a great place to work. I think you kind of touched upon it a little bit. You don't micromanage. Uh-huh. But what are some of the other secrets that maybe you can share with our listeners
2: so like i tell everyone i there was no one more surprised when we got number one because we don't go on cruises together we don't have
1: a foosball table we don't have beer on tap and 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 that may be surprising to some folks you know you put a a ping pong table in the office or you go on a retreat somewhere i don't you know that that's material nice things of Uh course But I would also think that just the everyday interaction, the way you treat them, would be important as well. So,
2: yes, and we work together every day. And so, the two things we have, which I think are the very important benefits, is we have a Sherpa program. So whenever we hire someone new, we match them with an experienced employee and they help them on board. They help them learn the ropes. What did you call that? The Sherpa program. Okay, Just cause... like a Sherpa going up you know, Mount okay. Everest. And the other thing we have is a lab. So people can go in the lab and they can try out whatever they want technically. And it's a uh, low risk environment. So if they want to try virtualization or if they want to spin up a server to do something, they have that ability. And we really encourage that. So training is so important because they're smart people and you have to challenge them
1: all the time. Well, and deborah has been asking you about your background, how you got to where you are today. Who did you maybe take some ideas from as far as your leadership style, you know, maybe someone that was influential to you.
2: Well, there's a lot of them. My dad, to begin with, my dad was tough, but he was fair. And he always sent me to look it up myself. He said, okay, go figure it out. Go look it up in the dictionary. Go look it up in the encyclopedia. And I didn't realize until I was an adult how beneficial that was. I wasn't happy with it when he was telling me to do that, but it was, it was very worthwhile. Um, my first engineering boss was fantastic. He was the same way. Um, he pointed me in the right direction if I was he was there to catch me if I fell, but he wanted me to figure it out. And then of course, there's been a number of women along the way that have just been very inspiring. I tell people that, and it goes back like Madame Curie. I think she was just fabulous. Another one is my grandmother. My grandmother was such an intelligent woman. She worked. Um, she was a single mother, raised two children during Depression America. During World War II, she worked in a weapons factory. Mm. And she was so good. They made her special left-handed tools for for the work that she did. Um, after the war, you know, we know what happened. She went back to her pre-war work and really struggled, but she was strong and she was positive. And if she ever had any hardships, she never shared them. She always talked about the positive things.
0: You know, Mary, you're an expert in your field, and you're also um, you're a partner in the industry. And I know that you have, for example, Microsoft, um, they consider you one of their high level experts that they can count on in the Atlanta market. Would you just speak a little bit about those partnerships that you
2: have and where you can help companies with that kind of expertise? Yes, I'd be happy to. So we do a we're very generalists. We do a lot of general things, and we partner for people that are for the specialties. So um, partnerships are very important, and companies. It takes a special company to know how to partner. Many companies are me too and you know they try to do so many things we don't. We stay to our core and we know what our core is. It's working on computer systems, servers, desktops, laptops, virtualization and we partner with other people to do specialty items.
0: Well, I think we're getting ready to wrap this up pretty quickly, but I'd love to end
2: the show by asking you the question what matters most family matters most. Uh, my grandchildren are the joy of my life. I would have never imagined that I could be just so goo goo gaga over children, but my grandchildren, Madeline and Nathan, they're fantastic. I have three rules. I think rules always come in three. And so here's my three rules for success. It's so be true to yourself, always be true to yourself. The second is to always have an open mind because if, you, if your mind is closed, you miss a million possibilities. And then the third is to always have compassion for all God's creatures. And I, I think if you do those three things, then you can have a happy life. I have a friend, and his three rules are work hard, pay attention, be a leader. And so you can kind of see the male and female there. So I think if you work hard, pay attention, be a leader, be true to yourself, have an open mind, and have compassion for all creatures, I think you can be a superior individual.
1: We get the uh, the family answer a lot when we when you ask that question. How family is so important, and and as as successful as you've been over the years, it obviously takes a lot of hard work. How have you balanced the the family and the work over the years? I make
2: them work with me. They come. That's a great (laughs) idea. That's a great idea. They come. They come and work with me. So we do everything together. At the um, best places to work, my granddaughter Madeline was there, and both of my daughters.
0: You know, I have two granddaughters now, so I'm (gasps) getting close. It's hard to believe, but I'm getting close to uh, being able to do the same thing. Inviting Avery Claire, she's four now, and inviting her to come on in. And you know, that is uh, something that they'll never forget. Never, that you are molding and
2: having influence over granddaughters like that and grandchildren. It's a Exciting. I did want to say, I just wanted to tell you a couple of the questions that they ask on the survey, because I think this is so important. So they asked the, the employees, do the leaders in this organization show commitment to making it a great place to work? Can you trust the leaders of this organization to try to set the right course? Do you believe that the organization will be successful in the future? Do the leaders of the organization value their people as their most important asset? And then do you see your professional growth and career development opportunities for yourself and the organization? And I think there's really no secret there's no secret formula. There's no secret sauce. I think it depends on the company, but if you use those questions as your guiding light, and if you're always supporting your employees, then you can make your place a better place to work as well.
0: Well said. That's great. Mike, any thoughts? Uh,
1: No, I I just love the fact that you invited Mary to come on the show because you have a great story to, to, to share. Thank and uh, it's 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 actually wonderful to actually hear the story. So thank you for coming in today. Obviously, for our listeners that would like to reach out know more about you and more know more know about the know more about land systems, where so, can they get that information? So
2: they can go on our website, www.landsystems.com, with an S, dot com, or they can email me anytime. Call me, email me. My email's Mary at landsystems.com and the phone is seven seven zero six six two. 662 three one two Thank what, you.
1: What's next for Land Systems, and what's next for Mary?
2: So, you know, people say, "What are you going to do when you retire?" And I just tell them, "I'm going to work." So, um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna find something new to do. Our industry is so disruptive; we have to stay up with it all the time. It changes daily. So, I don't know what's next specifically, but I know it's going to be really exciting.
1: Great. Thank you so much, Mary. <laughs> Thank, Thank you,
2: Mary. You're such an inspiration to all
1: of us. Before we go, Deborah, I want to remind everybody that Faratech has been in business for 25 years by manufacturing top-of-the-line toner supplies and other outstanding customer service. Faratech offers a 100% guarantee in all Faratech products, so you can know that they stand behind their quality. For more information, visit faratech.com. That's F-A-R-R-A-T-E-C-H dot com. Faratech, not only supporters of this program, North Atlanta's Bizlink, but proud. Uh, members of the Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce.
0: Love having them on as members and just want to remind everybody to to check out our website. We're at GNFCC.com where you're going to find all kinds of updates on events coming up and programming.
1: And for those businesses out there, by the way, Deborah, that are not members of the Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce, tell them why they should be.
0: Well, you know, this is an immediate connecting point for business. You are going to meet over, well, we have 1,400 members currently, and that represents 95,000 employees in our footprint. So just imagine wow. attending events where you immediately can walk into a room and start connecting with 60 to 100 people. Uh, that's what we're going to do. And for business, that means a lot because our, I'm going to do business with you, Mary, because I've gotten to know you, I trust you, and you're going to get to know me and my my expertise. And so we're developing that culture of members doing business with one another. So right away, you'll get that kind of support. And then businesses collectively have a voice, and it's much stronger when we're all participating uh, in this business community that way.
1: And the website for the chamber is?
0: Again, it's gnfcc.com, and that stands for Greater North Fulton Chamber Commerce.
1: And you guys did a recent overhaul of the website, and it really looks good.
0: It does, and I'm uh, I'm really impressed with the mobile devices because now on your phone, everybody's on their phones. You can actually go to the website, and there's a drop-down menu, and it makes looking through events and upcoming um, activities
1: really simple. Uh, So thank you. All right. Well done, Deborah. How about we do this again next month? All right. All right. For Deborah Lanham with the Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce, I'm Mike Sam, and this has been North Atlanta's BizLink, the Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce's linking you to business leaders.